0: Hi everyone, this is Chin Chin and I'm back with Amanda and Belinda for another episode in the Bay. Today we felt like dedicating an episode to just talk about our careers, um, but more like the lack of our careers (laughs) since we're only 21. So just note that we're speaking as people who haven't started out and we're just at the beginning. Um, I've talked to Amanda and Belinda about career stuff before, but I'm excited to learn more about their journey so far because finding your footing in career can be really stressful and hard um, at the beginning. So to start off, I think we should just take it back to the beginning um, when we were really young. What did you guys want to do as kids? What did you guys see yourself doing or just imagine yourself doing?
1: I wanted to be a truck driver um if you guys have watched the show extreme home makeover at the end there's like a reveal of the house because a truck is in front of it and when the family comes up they're like move that truck and then the truck drives away and I thought that was a job and I wanted to be that truck driver specifically the one in front of the house and I am really bad at driving, so that did not bode well.
0: Yeah, when did you get your license,
1: Amanda? <laughs> um, <laughs> I think I was 19 or 18, uh, like, in college, so very late. <laughs>
0: How about you, Belinda? What did you want to be?
2: I think when I was in elementary school, I wanted to be a Target cashier, <laughs> just because Target is, like, the best place in the world, apparently. It's, like, everything smells so new in there, and... For some reason I thought being a cashier would like correlate to me getting more stuff, which I think realistically speaking, like <laughs> doesn't make sense because you're just checking people out. Um, but I think in middle school I also wanted to be an astronomer because mm. I did my career project on that in eighth grade. So that happened for a while. But yeah, I kind of flipped around on different things, but those are the two main things. Maybe also a fashion designer at one point.
0: I also loved Target when I was younger. I think Target was my favorite store for a long time until I realized that, <laughs> like, it's a very basic store. I still store. love Target. Um, yeah, that Target is still a classic. Um, when I was in elementary school, I wanted to be a teacher, very basic, but I had a really good second grade teacher who I would basically imitate <laughs> at home. So I would wear, like, my mom's heels and pull out my whiteboard and <laughs> my so stuffed cute. animals and like write stuff, I would basically like repeat the lessons that I had during class, which is really <laughs> dumb. And then after probably like third grade, I didn't think about career stuff until maybe like senior year. Understandable. Of high so that was the only, <laughs> yeah, that was the only, um, I guess, dream <laughs> job that I've ever had. But I do, like you were talking about um, the show, Amanda, like one show that I thought was really cool was Dirty Jobs. Mm -hmm. Have you seen that? Yeah, it was where this guy just like tries a bunch of random (laughs) gross jobs. I didn't want to do that, but I thought that was pretty cool. Yeah. So um, being a teacher is definitely not something that I see myself doing or see myself being good at. Um, And then for either of you, it sounds like, your dream jobs as a kid are not going to happen either. I was was aiming um, real low. (laughs) Yeah, you're not going to disappoint now. I mean,
1: being a truck driver, very noble occupation, but I can't even drive like a small car.
0: Yeah, I was just going to say, you're not doing so well with just driving in general. But with respect to just like your dream jobs as a kid, do you feel like, you're somehow fulfilling any aspect of it, like the vision in any way, or do you feel like it's a reflection of how you've changed or stay the same recently?
2: Well, I think to the point of being an astronomer, I just realized in college that it would require a lot of science courses. And I also realized pretty quickly, like early on in college, that I didn't really want to take that many science courses. And so that kind of just flopped I had I had like vaguely in my head like uh, floated the idea of majoring in astronomy or astrophysics would be what it is at Harvard but it just didn't really pan out with what I was studying because I feel like that type of profession really depends on what you study but being a target cashier I think I just never got the opportunity to work there. I would have done it like going if I had to could do high school like again I totally would have worked at Target but alas <laughs> those two didn't work out <laughs>
1: um I guess for being a truck driver um I that is not happening but <laughs> I think it was something that I wanted to do because it involved working with people and like making people happy so what I'm doing now um also not really that perhaps um but definitely something where I could interact with people on a daily basis and not just like work in my office.
0: Mm -hmm. I think that's a good transition to like moving to more recently. Like how did you guys figure out the career path that you want to start on? And was it difficult to get there? I know we talked about it a little bit before, but um, how did you ultimately decide on what you wanted to do?
1: I feel like for me, my path was like, pretty scattered. Um, I changed my major a couple times. And then um, to come into consulting, I feel like that is a very like Berkeley specific thing, at least from my experience and like from other schools that I know of. Um, because for whatever reason, it's consulting is like a very big thing at Berkeley. And so I only knew about consulting because I joined a consulting club and that was what i felt like i had the most experience in at the time like quote-unquote experience and something that i felt like i knew how to pursue um not that i had like this passion for it coming into college like oh i want to do consulting because i didn't even know like what it entailed um but as i learned more about it it seemed like of the career choices that i kind of had laid out in front of me that was the one that was most appealing
0: Mm-hmm. and then how about you Belinda you're also doing consulting yeah
2: I'm also going to be doing consulting as well and I think similar to Amanda the path was also pretty meandering in that I toggled around with different concentration majors essentially um, when I was trying to decide what to study and I think that also was similar to how I thought about careers where initially it was kind of like initially when i came into college i had like a wide array of choices i might want to do and i just tried different things and eventually figured out what worked and what didn't work for me and so i think for me i like started out really wanting to do nonprofits and social impact and i think those are great organizations to work for but i tried it out for a summer and realized i wanted to try something different so then i also worked at a startup the next summer, realized I liked the culture, but then I didn't really like I wanted to have more of a structured environment to work in. And then that's kind of what led me to recruit for consulting. Um and also similar to what Amanda said, consulting is also really big at Harvard. It's something a lot of people do recruit for. So it was something that I had always heard about, like even as a freshman. Um and so it was always on my radar. And then it kind of just landed where I recruited for it last fall. And then um, here we are.
0: 3 I mean, years ago, I don't think any of us really knew what consulting was, but looking back, do you guys could could you guys have seen yourselves going into this job and this career path or is it kind of surprising to you?
1: Personally, like absolutely not. Um I don't I couldn't even have seen myself going into consulting like a year ago um just because I felt like it was a very high pressure environment not just the work but recruiting for it and I just never pegged myself as that kind of person who had that kind of ambition and that was like the persona I saw of a lot of people who were pursuing consulting um but now because I know a lot of different people who are in consulting it's not all like sneaky and like nobody is trying to like backstab each other um I think the biggest thing, not in terms of the line of work, but just as being able to see myself as someone who could pursue consulting is where the mindset shift really had to happen and what led me to actually go for it.
2: Yeah, I feel like, I don't know, it's kind of a hard question to ask because I think like you change, like I changed a lot over college and so I feel like it would be hard to predict what I would have thought back then. But I would say like even a year ago, I wasn't really considering it um, because part of it was because I didn't want to like sell out, quote unquote, um, because it was at Harvard on campus. It's regarded as like the career that everyone does when they don't really know what they want to do. And I guess it had a negative connotation for me. And so I didn't really want to be part of that um and so I wanted to like explore other things but eventually exploring those other things led me to consulting um <laughs> which I think fulfills the exact thought that I was having but yeah I don't know I think it's hard to predict because I feel like you can kind of go in a lot of different directions at any one point
0: yeah Do Mm-hmm. you think that you'd be doing something completely different if you went to another school
1: I think it depends on the school but I can definitely say yes. I've talked to my friends who go to different schools and consulting is just not a big thing there. Like they don't talk about it. They don't have clubs dedicated to it. Um, Other things like accounting are really big. And so it was just the fact that Berkeley is very exposed to this field. Nothing to do with like if I actually wanted to do it or not.
2: Yeah, I agree. I think it's definitely a function of The types of opportunities people tend to pursue within a school and like the culture around careers but I do think I would have chosen like a similar vein of work in that like I would have probably done some exploring this is me just hypothesizing and then landed on a type of role that provided like a similar line like a similar form of like training and probably business as well but probably not consulting depending on the school
0: Mm -hmm. yeah I think for me too um I'm very much at least like career wise I'm very much the product of like my surroundings and it's not like Berkeley has a very very advanced like actually no I think we do have a pretty strong pipeline for accounting now that I think about it actually yeah we kind of do so um I think that's definitely been really influential in me picking my career. So I feel like if I had gone to a school that didn't have this, I wouldn't know anything about it. And I I honestly might have done something in, I don't even know. Like I liked biology a lot at one point, but I knew I didn't want to do med school. So I might have explored the science-y route more or something like that. Um, but Blendy, you were talking about like the, I guess, negative feelings or, or like, the feeling of not always fitting in, um, the feelings of, like, selling out, things like that. Uh, Do you guys have imposter syndrome with with regards to, like, comparing yourself to other people in the field and your peers who are also doing the same thing?
2: I had a lot of imposter syndrome in college in general, especially the first year. Um, And I think I felt that a lot more than I did like, I felt it more generally within school than I did within a certain career or industry. Um, but I feel like self comp- like comparing yourself to others is something a lot of people do and something that I definitely do. And so um, it's definitely something that I'm trying to work on. But yeah, I have experienced it in different contexts. Yeah,
1: mm-hmm. I think so too. Yeah, generally in college, I felt a lot of imposter syndrome. I think that was partly because I didn't feel like I I didn't feel like I had a direction of where I was going. But at the point where I decided what I wanted to be doing and felt like I had a stronger sense of where I was going, even if I wasn't there yet, and knowing that I had like a path to pursue it, that was when a lot of the imposter syndrome went away just because if someone asked me like, "Oh, what do you want to do?" I could give them a clear answer even if that wasn't like the correct reason to want to be pursuing something it was just having the security to say i want to do this and yeah you can stop asking me now um <laughs> yeah what about you Shin-shin?
0: um i think i do kind of have it but i've never worked in accounting yet and i honestly don't know a whole lot so i feel like i actually don't have enough knowledge to really feel like i don't fit in yet and throughout all the recruiting events I've been to everybody emphasizes that you don't need to know anything going in so that makes me feel a lot better um and that's why I don't feel necessarily as pressured to be a certain way and I also feel like I kind of fit the persona or the stereotype of an accountant so <laughs> um yeah so I don't think I have very strong imposter syndrome yet which I guess is a good thing but also going back like Are any of you guys surprised by what each other is doing now? Like, is it weird? Is it unimaginable that either, like, seeing Belinda as an as a consultant, or me as an accountant, or Amanda as a consultant?
1: I don't think any of them are very surprising at all.
2: Like, yeah, I was gonna say no. Well,
1: compared to our high school selves, I think we're interested in different things. But it's true that once you get into college, like, you kind of just pursue what's around you. And so, in terms of that, I think what we're doing is like I don't know not predictable but is very in the realm of of what I would imagine
2: yeah if you had to apply a very practical lens to things I think this is pretty pretty um on par with what I would have expected of us to
0: yeah yeah like Amanda said I don't think it was necessarily predictable but definitely like understandable I think of the three of us, though, I would, I think I would be most surprised by Amanda. But that's just mainly because I was really used to thinking of her going into like environmental stuff at the beginning of of freshman year.
2: I remember you like really enjoyed APES, Mm -hmm. AP Environmental Science. Mm-hmm. and then you also like came into Berkeley as an environmental science yeah
1: it's interesting that you say that because I was gonna say like I'm surprised by what Belinda is doing because she was like really into <laughs> bio and like science and yeah,
2: too. Mm-hmm. yeah
0: I think the thing with Belinda though is she was just like explaining so many different <laughs> things that I never fully attached her to one subject you know like I remember at one point you were talking about math major oh math majoring and no way like that one was really like surprising to me because you hated one of your math classes and yeah when I say
2: meandering path I
0: really
1: meant (laughs) me but for Shinshin, I want to hear more about like how you uh started like your path into accounting because I also explored it for like two seconds and I I, yeah I could see myself going down that path when like I was a sophomore or something but I just didn't explore it like thoroughly enough
0: I think a lot of my decisions in life come from process of elimination so for like the the big three career paths within business at Berkeley and a lot of schools in general are like banking consulting and accounting right and I knew I didn't I couldn't do consulting because I hate casing. I, I absolutely suck at casing. And then, uh, banking from what I heard, didn't want to <laughs> live that life. I don't think I could do that either. And this was me in sophomore year too. So I was, I think I was a little bit different. I was more scared to pursue things and I had less confidence in things that I could do. And then, one of my friends in, in the club that I'm in, he introduced me to the accounting field because that's what he's doing. And then he got me to go to the sophomore leadership programs, which is where you get to just explore um, the, the different firms and then get a little bit of insight into the work. So that was one of the main like drivers of exploring the accounting field. Also, though, my mom has worked in like internal audit before, not really accounting, but like sort of auditing. Um And so she knows the general field, the, the like skills or qualities that make good accountants, I guess. And so she said that I I trust her opinion. And she thought that like, I would fit that role and it might be something I'm good at. So then I guess that's kind of how I landed here. Um, Yeah, I think that's pretty much it though. And also like Amanda said, um, accounting is actually pretty good for people who don't know what they want to do. And it's like you've you got to explore different client businesses and understand like how their business is run. And then if you like that company, you can try to go work for them or go out into industry afterwards. So that was another reason why I wanted to pursue accounting.
2: Are you surprised with how it ended up?
0: No. <laughs> um, like I said, I feel like I kind of fit the role but I am studying for, like, my exams right now, and I actually hate it. It's so frustrating and exhausting.
2: Um, I feel like standardized tests will just do that to you.
0: Yeah, I thought I was going to be done after high school.
2: <laughs> You're so close, though.
0: Very close. Actually, not really. I have a few more months to go, but it's okay. Hey! We go to Berkeley and Harvard, right? And these are, I would say, objectively good schools. Do you guys have a pressure to to do something that is prestigious or popular um, uh, at these schools?
1: Definitely. Like I said, like if I had gone to another school, I might not even know about accounting. T- I'm sorry, consulting, which is, um, <laughs> which is crazy to think, and because consulting at least in the eyes of Berkeley students is very big and something that a lot of people wanna go into, then that's why one, I was exposed to it and two, I wanted to pursue it because I saw a lot of successful people around me being like, oh, I'm going into consulting. On the other hand, I think Berkeley or yeah, Berkeley I would say is very embedded in the tech industry And that's like another aspect to what I was exploring as I was going through college. Like, do I want to go into tech, even if it's a non-technical role? So a lot of it is not only influenced by the school, but by where we are. We're in the Bay Area. And I don't know if Belinda, you felt the same about this, but I think we've talked in a past episode that there's a lot of pressure in like Silicon Valley or Bay Area to go into something technical, even though that... I never had pursued anything close to that in college.
2: Yeah, I think at Harvard, prestige is definitely something that is on everyone's radar. Um, And so that's why, among other reasons, that's why careers like banking or consulting or like software engineering and tech roles are also really big at Harvard. That's why these types of careers are so sought after. But there are obviously other reasons why people pursue these careers but I think prestige is one big reason and you see that in like a lot of how extracurriculars are structured like there are a lot of pre-professional clubs like there's a finance club there's like 50 finance clubs and there's like a lot of consulting clubs and so I think there's definitely a pressure to pursue prestigious opportunities but I think another nuance to that is I think because like schools like Berkeley and Harvard are so prestigious, um, it's like you almost want at least maybe this is just my perspective. I don't know if you guys agree with this, but you almost want to make your time at these uh, at these universities worth it, quote unquote, to like get something out of it besides like an education. So in this case, like a career that can set you up for the rest of your career, like. Mm -hmm. a good stepping stone and so I think similar to pressure to pursue a prestigious opportunity there's like a pressure to pursue an opportunity that makes your time at a prestigious university worth it
0: Mm -hmm. yeah that makes sense Mm -hmm. how about looking at like specific firms does um like do you guys have a strong bias towards firms that are prestigious or do you actually focus more on like getting to know the people at the firm and and like the culture and things like that.
1: I really didn't have a strong bias just because I was so new to consulting. I didn't even know like what the prestigious firms were. So I just applied to like everything. I was applying to non-consulting roles as well. But I think more than the firm for me was just getting getting a position that actually suited what I felt like I had the experience to do. And that was probably the most stressful part because I felt like I didn't have very many applicable skills and knowing what to apply to was the strongest point in where I felt like I could apply to. So maybe it was like a self-fulfilling prophecy that, I don't know, I applied to roles that I felt suited me at firms that I felt suited Mm -hmm. me.
2: Yeah, I think at Harvard, there's a bias towards like certain firms. So Shinshin, Shin, you mentioned the big four for accounting. There are like the big three for consulting. And so a lot of people talk about recruiting for those companies, but then there are a lot of other consulting firms that do recruit at Harvard. But I think there is a bias towards certain firms, not within consulting only, but also with, for example, banking or tech, as I'm sure you guys are familiar with.
0: Yeah, I, especially within... Accounting at Berkeley and I would say like finance those career paths like it I feel like it's heavily skewed towards just the, the bigger firms in, in the industry like I literally know no one who's going to a more boutique um, accounting firm and what sucks is like a lot of the smaller professional services firm get a worse reputation for no good reason just because they're like smaller and yeah I think that kind of sucks because people just like purely go for the name um I am also like guilty of doing that too but um that's just something I noticed as well um but going more to long-term views now do you guys have a vision for yourself in five years or is it like too soon for that
1: (laughs) uh maybe Maybe a little soon maybe not five years maybe like 10 years or like the distant future something that I do want to go back into is something that like does good not saying that consulting firms can't do that but I would want to work at a non-profit or do some pro bono work eventually further down the line because that's like what my original like vision for myself was and I felt like once I got into college I was like no bye (laughs) and um I want to like pay it back to myself and make sure that I do something like that in the future.
2: Yeah. yeah, I think I would want to do more stuff related to climate and sustainability. I just don't really know what type of form that will take, whether it's like Amanda said, working at a nonprofit or doing pro bono work, or if it's working in sustainability at like an already established company, or doing startups or something completely different but hopefully in 10 years I will be doing something related to that at least that's the current vision it could change though
0: are you guys like particularly excited or worried about anything in specific for the next few years
1: um not related to career (laughs) at the moment which is very like I'm very fortunate to say that yeah but other things yeah my life is like up in the air
0: (laughs) All right, we can dive into that more <laughs> later, Amanda. Let's unpack it. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot to unpack there, it sounds like.
2: <laughs> Too much. How
0: I about think... you, Belinda?
2: Um, Like Amanda said, <laughs> feel mm-hmm. very lucky to have like this sense of security right now. I guess one thing, it would be nice to start work in person, but we just really can't tell the future, and so... I wouldn't be surprised if we couldn't in like a year. But that is just one thing that would be like kind of nice to have, to be able to start work in person and meet people. Um, but I guess other than that, not much either. I and that's like a really like nice thing to have.
0: So now so you guys are starting school soon. Um, in the in this last year like, how much are you thinking about job stuff? Because now you've pretty much decided on the career path. Is it still a really stressful topic? Or are you focusing on like classes? How does how is um, that working out? I guess this is
1: something that I didn't really mention in the past question, but I thought of it now. So this next semester, I'm pursuing data science minor because I'm done with econ. And so eventually I Uh, like maybe not in the very distant future but I do want to go into tech because I've worked at a tech company and that was really nice for a lot of reasons (laughs) but I know that a lot of people who do go into consulting like leave after a few years to go into tech and so that's something that I would like to do and so in the upcoming year or semester I just really want to be more focused on that side of it and learn something different other than econ or business.
2: I think for me, I actually kind of similar to how Amanda wants to do more stuff related to tech. I want to take more classes related to climate change. And so I definitely want to explore that more academically in the next year and really just like unpack that for myself and like Come to a conclusion about what my theory of change is related to climate and so that's the goal for the next year and i think alongside that goal is also just taking random classes because i'm realizing very quickly that that is something i will not have after i graduate college and so i want to just take classes that are outside of my comfort zone um, and so I'm looking at, at, this week we're for Harvard, we're, do ha- we have our shopping week. So we're like where we look at classes and figure out what we want to take. And so I've been looking at a lot of different classes. And so that's something that I'm going to hopefully be able to do for like this last year of college.
0: That's something really interesting, actually, just from the past couple questions, you guys both answered it, um, in terms of like where you see yourselves in five years more on a, like what areas and what industries you want to work in and it's more broad right and I feel like now that I don't have classes to think about I'm thinking more specifically just like within my career now like being very I don't want to say narrow-minded but kind of like that Mm, do you know what I'm saying more focused like yeah I guess yeah like that's solely what I'm focusing on and and my I guess three to five year plan I honestly see myself just sticking with the same company and I'm just trying to figure out like how I cannot fail in the first couple years um but yeah I think that's kind of interesting with the different kinds of perspectives yeah
1: that makes sense I think even though like we're all the same age you're a little bit closer to it than we are because we still have a year of school to go.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, it's weird because like, I'm going to be starting at the same time as you guys. But it, I feel like just not even being in school mm-hmm. for, what, like three months and not having school for the next year. It's definitely going to change how I see things and I feel like even understand what other people are doing. Yeah. Which sucks because I don't want to be like, this is just like us not knowing what elementary <laughs> schoolers are doing. You know, like I'll just be very out of the loop. <laughs> We'll keep you in the loop. All right. <laughs> we'll make sure you're your college students too. Oh yes, just as <laughs> case <of> you guys. <laughs> um, I think we're wrapping up on time now, but we wanted to end with a last question. So, from your own experiences, um, what is some advice you have to you would have for somebody who's feeling lost in their career? I hate putting like. A number to this so if you have one specific advice that's cool or if you have multiple things that stand out anything would be good
2: I don't know if I feel the most qualified to give advice considering I haven't really started my career <laughs> but in the limited experience that I have I found cold outreach very helpful um on a very like for just tactically speaking it like helps on a lot of in a lot of ways so, I feel like talking to someone who actually works a job is much more insightful and informative than looking at like a career posting or reading about it on the website. And they'll often give very real portrayals and descriptions of what the job is like. So you have a better picture of it. Um, And it's also like really cool to just randomly make connections with people. Because whenever you send a cold email, you don't know if they're going to respond. But when they do, it, it feels very rewarding and i think it's a very valuable skill to build early on so that's one Mm -hmm. piece of advice because it can help clarify things for you as you talk to more people
1: i think for me the hardest part i had about like career stuff was trying to narrow down what i wanted to do and so what i found the most helpful in terms of advice is don't be afraid to pigeonhole yourself um Meaning like, don't be afraid to join something specific. So I joined a consulting club. And even though I did that, I was opened up to a lot of other career options other than just consulting. And that was like extremely helpful just to hear about what people who are pursuing econ or business were doing in general. And from there, I could try to like pick something that would suit me a little bit better. And in terms of narrowing down what you wanna do, um, yeah, just don't be afraid to start getting specific early on because you'll find that you don't have to do that. You'll just be aware of other careers in general rather than just being like, oh, I don't, I don't know what I want to do at all. Yeah, I don't know if that makes sense. I'm not telling you to like join a club, but yeah, yeah just try to do something specific so you don't feel like you're completely aimless.
0: Yeah, no, I definitely agree with that. Just literally like start somewhere because it it's always gonna be really overwhelming because there's so many options. But just start like exploring any subject, yeah. um, and then you might find that you don't like it, and that's good information too. I would say that for me, looking back, I I think that some things just take more time to understand. Um, like. Uh, in sophomore year, I was trying to understand more about like the finance industry versus like accounting. And I literally just could not understand very basic concepts. Like it just didn't register in my head. And then like a year later, I don't know what happened, but things make more Mm -hmm. sense now. And I don't think it's because I've gotten smarter or anything. I think it's just like the cumulative effect of, I don't know, like classes and things like that. So it's okay to, um, it's, like, it's okay to not understand things and at the moment, and just recognize that, like, maybe it'll just take some more time, and um, other things that you do will will help you in the process of finding out what you want to do or understanding, like, where you want to go with your career.
2: Yeah. Is there anything else that you guys wanted to add? I guess one thing that I also wanted to say is like looking back I kind of wish I did stress as much because and I think it's easier to say now that it did end up working out like oh you shouldn't stress as much it's like easier said than done but I think like looking back I'm like really happy that I'd like tried a lot of different things even though I felt very stressed and aimless um, because I think it ultimately did like inform what I wanted to do and like what environments I worked best in and what industries I wanted to pursue and I think that process is very stressful but I wish that I would have just trusted it more and not like been so anxious as I was over the last couple years because it I think it's like a process of elimination at a certain extent and so it did work out Mm yeah yeah I think
1: what you said Chin, Chin is really helpful that everyone starts somewhere and people who you see are mm-hmm. like super successful nowadays, like, they probably just fell into their career as well. And like, I think mm-hmm. from all our stories, none of us had like a really strong spike to go into accounting or consulting, but it was something that we just discovered along the way.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. And yeah, I think those were all very like true things for all of our experiences and I think that would be helpful for me if I was like going back in time and just like giving advice to myself um but other than that I think that wraps up this episode so thank you guys for sharing about your experiences so far and we'll be back again next week with another episode
2: bye, bye guys Bye.
0: bye.